Welcome back to the Rebel Girl's Guide to Marketing podcast. I am your host, Lisa Rabel, the founder, speaker, author, and chief storyteller at Rebel Girl Marketing. This month, we're talking about the overarching question of what are you really selling? Last episode, I interviewed my daughter, Erin, who's studying interior architecture with a psychology minor in Cincinnati. She talked about how color and spatial reasoning can alter how you feel when you walk into a space. Now, interestingly enough, this type of reasoning also applies to your marketing as well. What you say and how you say it can alter how people perceive you and what you sell. You know, what I hear from business owners the most is, I'm very confident in what I do, but I don't know what to say about my business or my products and my marketing and my networking, talking to other people, all that stuff. So what I'm going to do today is we're going to go through some of the homework. I'm doing something a little bit different. I didn't do this for chapters one and two, but I'm going to be going through the homework in chapter three because there's actually quite a bit of it in chapter three, and it's talking about what you're really selling and why it's foundational to answer these questions before you move on with your marketing. If you're new to the podcast, what am I talking about? Chapter three, I'm talking about my book, The Rebel Girl's Guide to Marketing, Stop Committing Random Acts of Marketing. That's the title of the book. Chapter three is about what you're really selling. And again, answering these questions are foundational to move forward with your marketing strategy. So you know what? Let's get started. Understanding what you sell and the overarching category your business is in is really important. I mean, we're going to go like really foundational here. You know this, but like how you say to other people is going to be very, very important. So the question is, first thing we're going to answer is, do you sell a service, a product, or both? Now, okay, I'm on page 63, by the way, if you have the book. A product, a service, or both. I'm going to give you the example that's in the book, which is mechanic, for those of you who don't have it. A mechanic has both. He's got a product. He's got the parts for your car, for your vehicle. He's got the service. He puts the parts in the car to make sure it's running right. So he's got both. He's got a product and he's got a service. So do you have a product? Do you have a service? Or do you have both? Again, very foundational. Very important question to answer, though. And then with your products and services, we have categories. So some of the categories are like the overarching categories, right? These are consultant, I'm a supplier, I'm a contractor, you're in accounting, you're in nursing, engineering, professional services, education, not-for-profit. These are all very broad-based categories. Now, what I want you to do, I want you to niche down. I want you to get very specific about what you do, okay? I uh, I do marketing, but I do small business marketing. And within marketing, I'm a marketing strategist. I go very niche. I go very small. I know who I'm talking to. I know exactly what I do. So in the categories I listed just a couple seconds ago, what are they? Marketing consulting industrial parts supplier, tax accounting, oncology nurse, large engine mechanic, legal professional services, higher education, 
children's not-for-profit. Like niche down to what exactly, what, what you do. Again, it seems, seems like I'm getting too simple here, but this is just, you are the subject matter expert, so you need to go simple. We're going simple here. Not niching down to that specific subcategory tends to create messaging that is so broad that nobody really knows what you do. So get as specific as possible. If you're having trouble with this part of the homework, pretend like you're talking to a 12th grade career day, okay? A 12th grade career day, and you're going to answer seven different questions. These are the seven questions that you have. So again, your answers are as if you're talking to a 12th grade career day class. The first question, these are seven questions. Now, it's kind of interesting. If you're listening to this in the car or you're taking a walk, you might want to just re-listen to this because I don't want you doing the homework while you're driving or walking. That's, that's not safe, so be safe. All right, 12, this, the 12th grade class career day questions. First one, what problems does your product or service solve for your customers? Again, you may think that's a simple question, but answer it in a way that it, you, a 12th grader would understand it. Question number two, what emotions are tied to solving these problems? Now, we're going to get into emotions in just a minute. So you, if you want to, you can skip that one and come back to it. Number three, what features does it have to meet these needs? Now, when you took marketing class in either high school or college, you talked about features and benefits. Features and benefits, features and benefits. When I started selling back in the 90s, dating myself, um, it was taught features and benefits. This You sell features and benefits. Now, it's We've grown much since then in our marketing and our selling strategies, but it's good to know what those features and benefits are. And where can the customer buy your product or service? Again, seems like a simple question, but in your marketing, you need to tell that as well. And how and where will your customer use it? So a couple of, um, I don't know which episode it was, in one of the episodes in the past, I talked about there are three different types of people that you can sell to. One of them is the buyer, the people who give you the money, but then there's also the end users and the influencers. This is about the this is about the end users. The buyer doesn't always use the product that that you sell, right? They might buy it, but somebody else uses it. Here's a really good example. So my son was in Children's Hospital for eight weeks when he was seven years old. And he, afterwards, he had a lot of testing that was done. And one of the things that he had to do was called an EEG. It's where they hook all those electrodes to your brain and they read the brain waves and everything like that. Well, we're in this room and it's like, I don't know, it's not even the size of my dining room table. It's like this teeny tiny little room. What they didn't do when they designed this section of the hospital is ask the end user, the technicians, of how to design the room. So it was really, really cumbersome, and they were, like, really frustrated. It, actually, I think they really did um, redesign that whole area. But sometimes you need to talk about how is the end user using the product. It's really important to have this information. Okay, I digress. Number seven is how is it different from the products and services of your competition? Now, these are seven very simple questions. But answering them at that 12th grade level will help you create the content that will get you moving forward. I know by simplifying this question to that level, um, again, it helps you understand, talk about your business. Uh, next, 
though, we're going to get a little emotional. But before we do that, let's take a pause and hear from our sponsor. If you want to get started with podcasting today, but you don't know where to start, I've got just the thing for you. Spotify. Spotify for podcasters is a free app on iOS and Android. This app is specifically designed to help you get started with simplicity. It will also distribute your show to other platforms like Apple Podcasts and, well, Spotify. So to get started today, check out the link in the description. Spotify, a better way to podcast. Now back to today's episode. Welcome back. Emotions. Now, either people love or hate this topic, but research has shown that memories are triggered by emotions, both positive and negative emotions. They say that, you know, um, I love this. It's, it's hysterical. That, um, people always say, well, women remember everything. Well, women are more emotional. So we uh, tie memories to emotion. So when we're feeling an emotion, it brings up all the past memories. So sidebar on that. But there are eight basic emotions according to the works of Robert Putnick. I'm sure I damaged terribly his last name, but what he did was he came up with eight basic emotions that come in pairs, each emotion having an opposite emotion. So I'm going to read you the eight emotions and I'm doing the opposites. So according to the research that he did. So with joy, Opposing opposite is sadness. Makes sense. When there's trust, the opposite emotion is disgust. Okay. Fear, the opposite emotion for that is anger. And then the last one is surprise. The opposite emotion for that is anticipation. Okay. When I read each one of those emotions, which one or which ones are usually triggered by what you sell? Let me give an example. Trust and disgust. So I'm going to take fast food as an example. All right? We all have that one chain that we love to eat at when it comes to fast food, our preferred fast food brand, right? And we all have that one chain that we'd rather starve than eat there. And my producer is uh, my son, and he's laughing because he knows exactly which two those are. I call the other one a not very nice word. That's a great example of like having, I trust this because I know it's always going to be good. And you've eaten, or you've eaten at a fast food place, like you've eaten it a couple times and it's made you sick to your stomach, right? That's the disgust part. But I'll go to this one because I know that the quality is there. I know all of those things in the fast food chains. We all have those. So trust and disgust, that's, that's the way of doing it. But that's just an example of the opposing emotions. So remember, we got joy and sadness, surprise and anticipation, fear and anger. So when it comes to what you sell, this is the question I want to ask, you want to ask yourself. What emotions are you trying to entice? I mean, what emotions are you trying to eliminate? For me, I want my business owner clients to feel proud and joyful about what's being put out into the world when it comes to their marketing. Joy, proud. I literally had one of my clients say, I am finally proud of the marketing we're putting out there. That's like the best compliment I could ever get. But the emotions I want to eliminate are frustration, disappointment, or even shame. 
so I know which emotions that I want to put into my marketing. It's that aspect of if you don't want to feel this and you want to feel this, hire me. In your business, what is that? If you don't want to feel this and you don't want to feel this, but you do want to feel this and you want to feel this, hire you. So emotions are a huge part of your marketing and understanding how your customers feel when they interact with you or your products and services is foundational to building great marketing strategies. So do your homework. Next week, I'll be diving into the steps to create your unique selling proposition. What makes you different? What makes you different from everybody else? One of the questions of the seven questions of the answering the 12th grader, right? Of the career day. What makes you different? So that's your unique selling proposition. And then I'm going to be touching on price, touching on it, because pricing strategies is its own like expertise. And I know enough to be dangerous, but pricing is something you absolutely need to consider. And I want to be going over the overarching categories on pricing. So both of these strategies within themselves are their own strategies. So that's why I have an entire episode just dedicated to those two things. All right. In the meantime, please answer the questions that we just talked about. It really will help you formulate your marketing strategies. And you'll start to see a theme in your answers. Once you see that theme, you know what direction to send your marketing to. So until next week, have a great week. Cheers. 